Welcome back to the Bosque County Blast. Today, we're looking at arrest reports, early voting, the songwriting tribute that began in Walnut Springs, and of course, the news briefs. But first up today, we'll take another look at a parade honoring senior students in Meridian with some news about graduation. I'm Art DeVitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. You're listening to the Bosque County Blast. Meridian ISD held a parade honoring seniors Friday, June 5th, with parents and community members turning out to support the class. We talked to some that attended. This is a great parent-led event that helps our seniors fill the void of what many of them missed out on during this year. That's Kim Edwards, Meridian ISD superintendent. So who are y'all out here to support tonight? Uh, Our son, Matthew. All right. Finally got one out of the house. <laughs> All right. And that's Angel and Lance Rosas. God love it. You know, we're in the central of everything. Before all this, you can go big towns, cities, come right back down to peace and quiet. You know? yeah. so that's what I like about it. Grew up here, graduated from here also. So. Nice. Oh, yeah. So is this, uh, I guess, second generation that's uh, graduating Meridian? Yeah, I guess you could say, yeah, that's my, yeah. And then it'll be third and fourth right there, so. The graduation ceremony is set from 7 to 8 p.m. Friday, June 26th. The following Saturday, June 27th, a bridge ceremony from 10 to 11 a.m. will be held for 5th graders moving on to middle school. A senior formal banquet is also planned for Monday, June 29th, in honor of the class that had to head home in the middle of the second half. The school is still offering lunch services to qualifying elementary students on weekdays this summer. Those interested should visit the meridianisd.org website or download the Meridian ISD app. To the news desk. Today is the last day to register to vote. Texans are not able to obtain mail-in ballots over concerns about COVID-19. This week, the Attorney General released a letter defining the meaning of disability in regards to qualifying for a mail-in ballot. He warned local officials not to mislead the public. All of this comes as a reminder to the upcoming runoff election, which is set for July 14th in Bosque County. There is only one race on the ballot, which is for the spot of Bosque County Sheriff. The race began with four candidates applying by the deadline. After the election in March, it has come down to Clint Pullen and Trace Hendricks. The victor in this election will run against Danny Ragsdale in the general election, which decides who becomes sheriff. Here are important dates to remember with the election this year. Thursday, July 14th, primary runoff elections. You can vote at the courthouse in Meridian and at the Civic Center in Clifton. Check the county elections website to confirm all dates and times. Find voter registration forms at the elections office or at the courthouse. Wednesday, June 15th. Last day to register to vote or make a change of address. Thursday, July 2nd. Last day to apply for ballot by mail. Applications for ballot by mail must be received by elections office not postmarked. Monday, June 29th, first day of early voting. Friday, July 10th, last day of early voting. 
Again, the runoff election day is Tuesday, July 14th. The general election is scheduled for Tuesday, November 3rd this year. For more information, call the Bosque County Elections Office at 254-435-6650. Or to save a phone call, go to the website at www.bosquecounty.us forward slash elections. Now, the Bosque Republican Party will host its Party in the Park tomorrow beginning at 6.30 p.m. We talked to host Janet Jackson about the event. We've all been sort of sequestered at home, and the sheriff's candidates really had very important campaign time cut out from under them. The hot dog man's come in. We have five scholarship winners of the Sherrod Felden Patriot Scholarship that we'll be making the official awards to. Face painting, balloon hats, and things like that. So we really just wanted to have a really fun family experience and let these candidates be seen before early voting starts on June 29th. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before it gets so hot that no one wants to come out. I have both the pavilion and the civic center on hold. So what about safety? I have some friends that, you know, are still wearing masks. Mm -hmm. Most of them are doing that because they have underlying health problems. And that's why I wanted to do it out in the pavilion so people would feel like it was out in the fresh air, sit out in the lawn and be away from everybody. We just want to make it like a fun, the old-time, grand old party in the park. Folks, I want to take a minute and talk about a little gem that sits on the shores of Lake Whitney. In case you haven't been in a while, there have been a lot of great changes happening at Uncle Gus Marine and Resort, and it is beautiful as ever. The on-site restaurant, The Galley Grill, is gathering quite the following, all on its own. If you happen to be around Friday and Saturday, the Kona Ice Truck is there all day. The resort has its own boat club and annual memberships with unlimited access to rental boats. The marina also has boat slips available for lease. As always, the crappie dock is ready for anglers to land the next big one. Last year, a cove full of boats and people lining the shores came out to see a huge fireworks display. This year, Uncle Gus's second annual 4th of July fireworks extravaganza starts at dark. This show will light up the sky and everyone is welcome to attend. For more information, give them a call at 254-622-2276. And hey, if you want to keep up with current events, give them a like on Facebook. Look up hashtag the place to be on Lake Whitney on social media for more. Check out the Bait Shack, the only live bait shop on the water. The lake is full of fish, ready to be caught. The Bosque Museum has canceled the 50th anniversary Horn Shelter Symposium and call for research papers due to concerns about COVID-19. Specific concerns noted by museum staff include uncertainties related to travel, public spaces, and, naturally, the prevention of the virus's spread. Several local fire departments have begun to remind the community that with the summer heat comes the increase of fire danger. 
As a reminder, departments ask any planned control burns be reported first to the fire department. Never leave a controlled burn unattended. And check weather conditions before burning. There is no burn ban in place and burning is still allowed. However, it has also been recommended by local departments that people wait until cooler months to burn their slash piles. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers closed Soldiers Bluff and Walling Bend Parks at Lake Whitney on June 9th due to recent safety concerns. In recent weeks, large crowds arrived in Soldiers Bluff and Walling Bend, with some crowds estimated to be over 600 people. The USACE urged customers to follow social distancing and other CDC guidelines as parks were reopened in May. The recent crowds at Soldiers Bluff and Walling Bend Parks have not been in compliance with that. And perhaps most importantly here, the group's land and natural resources effect on public and private property. Large amounts of garbage and other debris have been left behind by these crowds and vegetation has been damaged due to the number of vehicles being operated and parked off of designated roads and parking lots and the excessive foot traffic along the cliffs. What seems to be happening is that people are traveling to visit the lake. More closures may be made by the district office based on local health and safety concerns. The district office is located in Fort Worth. The USACE urges those that are in the parks to help keep them clean by properly disposing of trash, Always wear a life jacket while boating or anytime you are in or even near the water. The Clifton Police Department made a discovery in connection with a vehicle involved in a law enforcement pursuit. At 3 a.m. Friday morning, Officer Gage Gwynn initiated a traffic stop in reference to a subject's speed on State Highway 6. The driver disregarded the stop and police initiated pursuit. The Bosque County Sheriff's Office got involved as it continued to Meridian, which then headed west on State Highway 22. Authorities lost sight of the vehicle near Cranfields Gap and County Road 4100. A landowner then located a burning vehicle at 4 p.m. that afternoon, which was identified as the vehicle from the earlier pursuit. A search revealed drug paraphernalia, And after some time, police were able to locate a vehicle identification number in the engine compartment. The vehicle was a rental and had not been returned at the end of the lease. According to reports, the vehicle had been previously involved in a McLennan County pursuit. Police Chief Trace Hendricks and Investigator Megason responded, noting that the investigation continues. Moving to your local arrest reports. Bosque County authorities detained a Morgan woman Friday, June 5th. She was charged with disorderly conduct and public intoxication. A Poolville man was also arrested Friday, June 5th. He was charged with driving while intoxicated with an open alcohol container enhancement. Local authorities detained a Fort Worth woman Saturday, June 6th. She was charged with driving while intoxicated. A Burleson man was arrested Saturday, June 6th. He was charged with disorderly conduct. Bosque County authorities arrested a man Saturday, June 6th. The subject, who was from Mansfield, was charged with boating while intoxicated. 
A Slayton man was detained Tuesday, June 9th. Jeffrey Don was charged with possession of a controlled substance penalty group 1 under 1 gram. A Woodway man was detained Tuesday, June 9th. He was charged with kidnapping. Bond was set at $250,000 for Johnny Spearbrecker. Bosque County authorities made an arrest Thursday, June 11th. A Valley Mills man was charged with possession of a controlled substance penalty group 1 under 1 gram, burglary of a building, and forgery of a financial instrument between $2,500 and $30,000. Bond was set at $250,000 for Larry Sedberry. For our final story of the day, we're headed to the Rattlesnake Ballroom and a songwriters event continuing until the end of September. Let's hear from the musician that won the contest. Well, my name is Pacer Fisher and I play original country music. And here's organizer Laura L. Bush, or Spidey as many know her. It's seeing these, these uh, musicians got male and female contestants, being able to just showcase their talent, not singing someone else's song, I think that's probably what excites me the most. For more information on the concert series, check out at Rattlesnake Ballroom on Facebook, or stop by in person in Walnut Springs. And that's it for The Blast this week. Follow us at bosquecountyblast.com, check out our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for more. And until Thursday, have a great week. I'm Art Devitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis.